when you're looking at the past, it's like a constant comparison. And we know they say comparison is a thief of joy. And then when you're looking at the future, you're just so overwhelmed about all the what ifs, you know? And honestly, like looking, when I look back on my life and all the things that I used to just worry and stress about, mm-hmm. in the end, things kind of just always work out. She's got a point. Welcome, Welcome to, to Adult Loading, Loading, a wellness podcast for young adults still trying to figure it out. The content of this podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only, and is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological, psychiatric, or medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified mental health providers for any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or mental disorder. Hey everyone, I'm Marissa. And I'm Emma. And you already know we're back with another episode. Today we're going to talk about being present. You ever had one of those feelings where you feel like things are going really well? Like, too well. That's suspicious. You know, or or has it been a situation where that really did happen? Like something horrible did happen. And then now you're kind of just like on edge anytime things are like going too smoothly. That's weird. Like this is not suspicious right now. Like something, something got to give. Like nothing could ever go too right for me. It's kind (laughs) of like that vibe. Yeah. That, that, you know, you don't ever really realize it, but in that moment, you kind of just not really being in the present, but you're worried about the future. 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 Yeah. And there's also like, like, what if, you know, you're not where you'd like to be and you can't help but think back to a time where things just seem much rosier and more easygoing you know you were more comfortable with things and it just kind of felt like things were going your way more so when you really think about it sometimes it's it's difficult to take a step back and just be in the here and now be in the present you know yeah things will yeah (laughs) when you look back and think like wow in kindergarten you actually had dedicated time to nap compared to now didn't have to pay bills it just was chilling vibing you know the fun we used to have in college everything mm-hmm. just seems 10 times better when you you think back on the past you know and a lot of times we don't realize that when we get into those moments of thinking back when things were better or worrying if things aren't gonna go well and what's gonna happen in the future it's because of intense emotions you know like anxiety sadness or even stress that make us feel like we need to go to those places that makes it harder for us to be like you said in the here and now you know and when that happens you're not really taking time to indulge in what's happening around you and it's really amazing because you don't even realize it you don't even realize that you're just so well, what's going to happen then? What's going to happen? Is this thing going to work out? Is it going to, 
if things ever really gonna fall into place you're not really taking time to even engage with the the present because you're just so focused on the future and because you're so focused on maybe the past when things were better you it's almost like you're rejecting what's what's happening now you know so true so true and you know there's a reason for this like we tend to be drawn into the past because it's like it's almost like we have all of those you know beauty filters on snapchat and instagram you know the valencia aiden and it just like makes it seem like everything that happened in the past is automatically so much better than what's going on right now so the movies the food oh the food yeah for real the relationships because you know we tend to conveniently just like you know zoom in and crop out the negative parts of our experiences when we're no longer in that experience anymore. And then, you know, when we're stuck in the future, it's usually because we're experiencing, you know, some uncertainty beyond what we think we can tolerate, beyond like the coping resources that we actually have. It's the real deal. Help me. Help me. So we're here now, I think in an attempt to help us to feel a little bit better. Like we're looking for these like possibilities in the future. The kind of bad thing about it though is that it ends up making us feel worse. So, yeah. That's so true. You know, when I even think back, you ever rewatch an old movie? Yeah. I think I know what you're gonna say. Like it? Huh? So for me, it was like it. When my memory of Spy Kids was like such like a futuristic like film, and I remember I when I rewatched it, oh my goodness, I think the movie was terrible. (laughs) Oh my god, the graphics, the -hmm. graphics, um, the plots, the acting—it's definitely not for me, dog. It just wasn't as good as I remembered it. And it and it was even, I think that that instance really just solidified for me. Like that is not, your memories are very tricky sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? And when you look, when you, if you apply that to like, let's say even a relationship. Yeah. And you're only like thinking about the rosiness of it, like a relationship that maybe didn't work out. That's going to impact how you approach relationships now. Cause you're thinking, Oh, it was so much better with with this person, you know. It was so mean? much better with this grass. Now this one yeah. all dry and crop up. Water would be nice. No water here. Like it's a desert. I'm trying to go back to the greenery. It can be easy to see like something in the past that was similar or parallel to so another job task. It was much easier, and how you would have done things differently if you were given that now. I think it's also important to remember that, you know, like with the movies, we've had advances since then. We've had development, we've had growth. So yeah, at that time, when you had an experience, what might've been even better, because we're constantly growing, you like, you might think like, oh yeah, this was, this was okay. But then now you're like, if you look at everything, you might find that you, a different perspective on it and you're like wow I never would have tolerated that now yeah I never would have thought this movie is good now like you said but that's the thing the key to what you just said like when you look at everything and Mm. I think that when we we're overwhelmed with either stress or anxiety we tend to like block out certain things and kind of just 
focus on like we kind of like fixate on certain things and yes. we don't just take it in, in in its entirety so we don't recognize the potential strengths we don't recognize like you know this is going for me now because we're just so focused on what happened or what could happen you know and that kind of when you really think about it it kind of takes away your joy because it's almost just like this constant when you're looking at the past it's like a constant comparison and we know they say comparison is a thief of joy and then when you're looking at the future you're just so overwhelmed about all the what ifs you know and honestly like looking when I look back on my life and all the things that I used to just worry and stress about Mm-hmm. in the end things kind of just always work out she's got a point yeah they do so I remember like even remember like when we did our program and how um intense it was you know yeah. sometimes I wonder how much more we could have maybe enjoyed that process if we weren't so concerned about how we would perform in the future yeah I definitely thought about that too so yeah, I like that we started being even more present, like with the semesters to come and really like, really like trying to just let go when we're taking a break and instead of just having that, you know, like, like a task whisper on your shoulder, just like, I'm going to be doing work. <laughs> yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah. So, like my, my cousin was talking about this yesterday and I'm just there, like, oh, like she's in the kitchen cooking something and I'm just like. What's she talking to? She says on the phone, like, yeah, but like, you can't be focusing on the past so much. And then like, you know, you you also focusing on the future. Like I I used to be doing what you 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 doing now and I just miss so much. I and then like because you're missing so much of the present, it's so easy for you in the future to look back on that present, which is now the past, and say, like, oh wow, I really like didn't appreciate this thing. And I wish I was more engaged with my children, um, this partner I have, um, now that I don't have that time. Or now that things are changing, especially in the pandemic, I think a lot of us, a lot of us were like, we should have gone on more trips. We should have gone to that fact that we were so tired and we're like, we couldn't go. Oh, like, I really wish I didn't. Oh, my friends that last time I thought it was so good I should not have delayed this vacation I could have gone it I think that was definitely me like when it hit because that was like our not like it was like our first year post-graduation yeah and um it's like okay so my first two years that I spent in Jamaica it was during the program so I even though we went out a little bit I didn't go to explore as much as I would have liked and so for 2020, you know, that was big on my list. It's like, you know, I want to explore. I want to do all these things. And I did feel a sense of regret when everything was locked down. It's like, wow, when I had the opportunity to go to these parties and 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 visit the waterfalls and do, the, you know, all the fun activities, I didn't make time for it because I was so concerned about doing well in this program, Right. And now looking, and then I get caught up in the whole looking back thing, like your cousin was talking about, where it's like, I wish I just was more present in that moment. And when you think about it too, I think it all goes down to when you're in the moment now, you feel a lack of control. And so you try to 
go to places where you have more control. So of course you feel soothed by going to the past because you already know what's going to happen. And when you go to the future, even though you don't know what's happened, you're trying to like prepare yourself. So if this happens, then I'll do this. I'll do this and I'll do that. And if that doesn't work, then I'll try to probably do this. But you, you don't really know. You're trying to anticipate. You're trying to regain that control. And it just makes you just detached from what's going on around you. And I think you brought up an excellent point. I think with this pandemic, it's so much uncertainty. Mm-hmm. It's so much uncertainty that I think we can't help but to move to those other places because it's just too much right now. The present is just like, you know, it's a lot going on. Yeah, it's a lot going on. I think people don't realize that, you know, it's a lot of uncertainty. And I think a lot of additional time that made it easy, I think just makes it very easy for us to find comfort in the past or comfort in planning for this unknown future. And I think that's why it's more important than ever for us to practice being present because as uncomfortable and uncertain as things are now we have to remember that even this even these years we're going to end up looking at back at them eventually and still having oh some I should have died <laughs> you know some some form of regret about not being more present because you know when you spend so much time in the past and the future you miss out you do you miss out yeah and sometimes it's even to the point where like you don't even remember like you know, friends and family members saying like, yeah, yeah, you remember this thing? And you're like, I hate to say it. I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. I mean, he could be walking down the street. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. If you look back at the pictures and you're like, you're like front and center. So I'm like, this is kind of hazy. But so, your mind was someplace else. Yeah. And I definitely agree that the pandemic made it so easy for us not to stay present especially if we weren't already doing that before like so many people have unresolved traumas have things that just weren't ever addressed maybe in the ways they needed and so there there weren't all of these distractions anymore like oh yeah I could go with my friends oh at least I'm at work I'm out of this environment I'm you know and so when you're not, when you don't have any more distractions, when you don't have any more in another place to put your mind, like what happens? So yeah, I definitely think that that made it easier for it to happen, the pandemic. And it must have been really difficult for a lot of people. For people who have had various experiences, you know, it's difficult for us too. And I think that sometimes people think like, the psychologists are good. The counselors, they're good. We're fine. But it's like we're people too. We're, we're human first. And we're encouraging everyone to be their authentic and real selves. And so how can we encourage that if we're not doing the same thing? So of course, we want to be doing the same things too. So I think that's why also a lot of psychologists are like people who research the topic of being present really look to this practice so mindfulness some of you may have heard of it and some of you may not have heard about it or you're like oh yeah I know where but I can't remember what it is so it's your ability to be fully present so to be aware of where you are what you're doing how you're feeling 
And what it does, it helps to keep you grounded and connected to the present moment as opposed to like, you know, the past and the future. So everybody has the ability to practice mindfulness. You know, we already, we were born with this ability, but like with any other skill, you know, we have to practice it to get even better at it. So again, the more you practice it, the better you'll become at practicing mindfulness. Yeah, and I think the thing about mindfulness too is it's definitely a hot term that people mm-hmm. use a lot. Yeah. Um, so I think it's easy for people to kind of just be like, eh, this might not work for me. But yeah. really, I think when you just look at it for what it is, a lot of times we don't ever think about being present, you know, yeah. just the way I think society is. We can't help but to be focused on, you know, looking at the past or looking at the future. Cause you know, even as adults, we're told, oh, you need to plan, you need to put certain things in place. And it could become very easy to just be constantly thinking, well, I have to think 10, 15 years down the line, what do I want for myself? What, What should I be doing now? And then of course, you know, sometimes you look to the past to help you learn from your mistakes. So it's not, we're not saying that it's, it's not good to be con- concerned about the future or to even look to the past to help you with now. But what you do is you don't want to become stuck there. And yes. mindfulness encourages you to take a pause and to say, you know what? Let me just be here. Let me just be here. It brings your attention to it. Right. And that's something I don't think until it's explicitly said or explained to you, well, at least not me. I don't know. Some of y'all might have a third eye, you know, y'all might be in touch with your, your spiritual self, you know, but I don't think it was only until I like actually like been explicitly like learned about um, mindfulness and its benefits that I realized, you know, this is just so amazing. This is something that we really do need to do more of. Right. So we have some tips as per usual, some tools that you guys could use to help you to be a little bit more mindful right? And I think the first one is one that I've been starting to use more um, lately, and it's the mindful body scan. So, you know, when you hear about scans, you're thinking about um, maybe the scanner in the MRI, MRI, or even the thing, um, you know, when we used to travel, (laughs) we got to go like, or you go in it like this. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess it's, Imagine, yes, it's a body scan similar to that when we're traveling, but it's one that you do like with your mind, right? And you're just trying to tune into your body. So we don't realize it, but we hold a lot of feeling and emotion in our body. And this is why we always say your mental health, your physical health, it just, it's just so intertwined, right? Because, you know, when you stress, sometimes you could hold it in your shoulders, maybe in your back. The headaches the headaches yes and it's just like the mindful body scan encourages you to just take a moment and just tune in what am I feeling right now what sensations do I have right now what's happening with me and the key is to do that in a way where you are not judging yourself yes so what what happens is that we put these labels on emotions and these emo- these labels on feelings, like this isn't a good thing to feel. Oh, this is not. Uh, yeah, or this is a bad thing, right? 
But if you just take some time to say, I am stressed. Just take a pause and say, I feel stressed. I'm holding it in my shoulders. Yeah. You know, that's a very powerful thing to just acknowledge it, you know? Even those those emotions where it's like, you know, you feel like, like I feel guilty. I feel jealous. I feel some people feel like they can't say they feel hurt because you're supposed to be quote unquote strong and you're supposed to be able to, you know, carry the weight of the world and make it look easy every time. Mm-hmm. When it's like emotions aren't good or bad, they just are. <laughs> and you know, it's important for us to identify them. Mm-hmm. So we can actually be able to process them and cope them. And even though like, okay, so why, why is this happening right now? Like, oh, okay, so how can I make it so I don't have to feel this way moving forward? If, there's, if it's something you can control, because you can't control everything. Yeah. And I think a good example is when we look at road rage. So <laughs> I highly feel like just as a Caribbean national you automatically I feel like everyone I know just have a little bit of road rage in them you know but it's sprinkled a little right yeah included of course so with road rage someone Uh just imagine this now you're driving someone cut in front of you no indicator and you have to like slam brakes and you done late so you 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 already you know it's a stressful moment. Yeah. When you feel that road rage, it takes over you. And you know, you, plenty of things start crossing your mind because you upset. You know, you're upset that this person did this and could have potentially caused the accident, right? Now, and now they're cursing you as you're trying to come on the side, but it's like, it was you. Like, what do you, mm-hmm. what do you mean? They staring you down as if you in the wrong. So you upset at this point, right? If you take a moment to do that body scan and say, wow, I'm upset. That actually would make a whole lot of difference in your next steps. Okay, yeah, I'm upset, but am I really gonna go through with all the things that's crossing my mind right now? Do I really- How is this gonna work out for me? Exactly. Exactly. Do I really want to run these people down and beat them to the stoplight to stare at them some more? No. Stop it. Get some help. (laughs) I know we really want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's going to make you consider other options. Just taking that moment to pause and think. It gives you time to think and reflect. Okay, yes, I'm upset. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think so. So, yeah, another thing you could do. If this is your thing, write in a journal or like just make it a thing like you do it every morning or every evening, like you're starting your day or ending your day. So this can also be called like stream of conscious writing. So what you would do is you incorporate writing into your morning routine. So when you get up, just write whatever comes to mind, whether it's your dreams, your thoughts, without trying to make you feel guilty, yourself feel guilty about it. So you don't worry about if it makes sense, if it doesn't make sense. When I wrote things down, it it almost like unraveled this like yarn ball of confusion for me. And 
the weight for me just felt like gradually a lot a lot lighter and it became to a point when I'm just like okay I need to write this down like mm-hmm. I'm gonna process this so it became like a like a routine so if something that upset me and when I say upset like stimulated me in some way so um it could I could make me sad it could make me angry or something even really exciting like I'm like okay I'm gonna really write this down and really like get to the meat of it and just just write what I feel yeah I I I'll admit I'm not the best at maintaining a journal Mm -hmm. um but I do find like whenever like maybe I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed about something when I just write down like my thoughts mm-hmm. sometimes it's almost like it's just so much going on inside of you yeah and it just needs to get out and when you put it down on the paper not only does it kind of help you to mm-hmm. get a sense of it's like you say unravel the ball so it's easier for me to kind of figure out what's going on because it's on the paper yeah. now and then on top of that yeah. you feel it's out of me now. It's on the paper. It's like, okay, yeah. I feel a bit lighter. I was able to get it out. Now I can sleep. Because sometimes right. I have to do it. Like, if I'm, you know, like when you're trying to go to sleep and it's just too much things. So I'll sometimes I'll just write down how I'm feeling. And I'm like, all right, all right, time to go to bed now. Because now I've quieted my thoughts. Yeah. I think sometimes it feels like, like overcrowding. Like you have this box. Yeah. And you have like this amount of stuff that's like just crammed in there. So, or just like, you know, the feeling you get when it's like flies or like mosquitoes just there and you're like, oh my gosh, this is too much. Like, too much things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Too many, too many things going on over there. Like, uh, something needs to happen. Another thing that um, I've started to practice, especially like with remote work, um, yeah. is just to visualize your daily goals. Mm-hmm. Um, so try to set out what type of day you want to have, like mm-hmm. set out intentions on what type of day you want to have. Yeah. I have to do this a lot, especially like with Mondays, because <laughs> I think any day that come, the fact that it's just fresh off from the weekend, it's just like, it's very easy to give into the whole Monday blues mood and yeah. feeling. And so sometimes on Mondays, I kind of have to hype myself up. Like today is going to be a good day. You know, I'm going to be very productive. I'm going to hit my target, hit my goals. Uh, maybe um, the main task I set out for my day. Just things like that. And the important part about that is that it allows you to start to visualize. So I want to have a good day. You know, what would a good day look like for me? What will I experience? You know, kind of goes back to, you know, our little smart goals episode. I was hearing it. I was hearing it. Exactly. And once you start to visualize it and your brain visualize it, you will see that you will start doing those same things. And it's almost like fulfillment, fulfillment of the same thing that you visualize. And this keeps you in the present because I'm not thinking, oh my gosh, I wish it was the weekend still. Oh, I got to sleep in on the weekend, blah, blah, blah. And I'm also not thinking about, oh, I need to get all these things done before Friday. Um, if I don't get these done by Friday, X, Y, and Z. So it, it brings you into the present. It brings you into that day. What's going to happen in this day? Let me just focus on making this date a good day. Yeah, I literally like 
I could feel like my heart rate like beating like becoming faster when you like and I'm like time to do this um, like just all those things you were saying so I totally get how that can like add to anxiety and stress mm-hmm. and like sometimes people don't know it's anxiety but like uh, we call it different things it we mm-hmm. well we I think we perceive it as different things that's true that's true so i think another one no i definitely know another one i like to do as well is like taking a nature walk and make it so it's mindful so i used to love taking walks as an adolescent just in my neighborhood for me it was so relaxing and i didn't realize i was doing this like mindful big practice and you know i do it in the Bahamas. i would do it in switzerland sometimes when i'm visiting family so you know, I think this is an especially great tip during the pandemic. You know, we have remote work, sometimes we're like stuck at home so often. And, you know, we don't have the social gatherings that we used to have before, at least for some places. Some of them like are opening up now. Some of them went back on lockdown. So like taking a walk when you can, or like even making the priority to do it. Cause sometimes we get to the point where like, we have no time, but if we just, look back we're like oh I gotta sneeze in a walk here now like that could be really helpful for you so even just taking aside five minutes to just check in with your sense or even just going outside for five minutes so like what's my breathing pace right now is it is it quick that might tell me like oh maybe you're a little anxious right now you're worried or you're stressed about something you're nervous see but like it's also like what are you seeing uh is there someone else with you are you um, seeing a bunch of trees? Are you seeing sand? Are you seeing waves? What are you smelling? Is it like salty air? Is it just like super clean air that nature provides sometimes? Things I mentioned, and what you do is you, you like try to name them and you identify them and just take your time doing so. Like you can set aside five minutes. Yeah. And I think the key to that, um, when you're taking the walk, because sometimes, okay, like how you mentioned that sometimes people feel like they don't have the time to do things. Yeah. Even when they try to take a break, their mind is still on maybe work or things that they need to get done. So, you yeah. know, future, they're focused on the future. And it just, because you're doing this task of, well, I need to notice what I'm seeing. I need yeah. to make notice of what I'm looking at or what I'm smelling. It's directing your thoughts to the here and now it's directing your thoughts to the present because you could take a walk you know you could take a walk and still be worried and still be checking your phone and you know but when you do this practice the goal is just to truly take a break truly take this five minutes and use all of this five minutes to just be mindful and ground yourself in what you're experiencing in your environment That also reminds me of like this technique, the Pomodoro technique. And um, yeah, so it's like, it literally forces you to take that break. So when you're studying or maybe you're doing a task, you have a bunch of things to do um, and you know that you're gonna be doing it for a big chunk of the day, you go on YouTube, type in Pomodoro technique and it's usually like, okay, so you have 25 minutes to like really focus on this task and then five minutes to just um relax this is when you go to the bathroom this is when you do a couple jumping jacks to increase the blood flow maybe don't stay in the same place that you were working in 
So your body's like, okay, it's time to really, really break. Watch something funny. And then it will alert you again when like it's time to get back to work. So every time you like on a break, it'll be like, ting. And then when you can't the break ends, the five minute break ends, you go back to it, ting. So you know it's time for you to get back to what you were doing. And that way you're not like still focusing on, you know, all of these other tasks at one time. Just staying more in the present. Yeah. And I think the ultimate tool, um, which I'm sure everyone should be aware of, is yeah. meditation. Mm-hmm. I um, think a lot of people feel a way about meditation because they see it as you have to do it a certain way and yeah, they feel like it's, it's hard for them. Um, it's hard for them but I think it's also important to remember that you meditate in different ways for whatever your needs are and if it is about trying to be present then that's more so just probably incorporating the body scans and just noticing your thoughts you know what thoughts are coming to my mind what emotions or feelings do they convey just things like that, you know, and you, you have, you can probably just have this quiet space where you could just sit down. Some people like to play music. Um, you know, YouTube has a lot of good ones. Um, some people like to be guided. You have guided ones where people are actually speak, talking you through it. Cause for some people it's like, I don't really know what to think about. It feels weird, but you have to find what works for you in terms of meditation, but it's a very excellent tool because it's just, it's giving you time to just have these moments, this quiet moment to yourself to just be become grounded, grounded in the present and just notice your bodily sensations, just notice your thoughts and just get in tune with yourself. And, you know, it probably incorporates, it usually incorporates like deep breathing. And we know like how all of these techniques between the, the body scan, a deep breathing, all that stuff actually it really relaxes you. So I find that sometimes, even though I too feel like, oh, I don't have time to do this meditation right now, but when I still go ahead and I do it, I come out of it very relaxed, very present, very in touch with myself. Um, and it's also a good way if you want to incorporate it into the visualization of your daily goals, it's also a good way to like sneak those in there as well. Because yeah. you kind of like set your affirmations and you set the, the tone that you want for your day. So it's really up to you if you want to use these like in the morning, in the nighttime, or even just when things are getting busy. But I think it all goes back to the more you engage with some of these practices, the easier it'll become for you to not only remain in the present, but you to be in touch with yourself and in touch with the emotions that you're feeling. I agree. So I think you have been given a lot of tips now. So it's just up to you to make the decision about whether you're going to use them or not. And like we always say, you do things how you would do them because you're the adult. You're the adult. You're the adult and you're in charge of your life. And yeah.
so we're at the end of today's episode and we want to say thanks so much for listening we see you and we appreciate you you can keep up with us on instagram at adulted loading podcast for the latest updates see you next time later Thank you.